Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora, everybody, and welcome back to Kick-Ons. We have caught COVID. We've we caught, caught COVID. COVID. <laughs> the thing about getting COVID that I didn't fully understand was that I was actually going to get sick. Yeah, I think it's, def- <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Isn't that weird though? Because, well, my sister like, is still convinced she's not going to get sick and I'm like, I hope she doesn't. I really do. True. You know, I'm those people who are just like, you know, on the news and they're like, oh yeah, well, more people could have it and they just like don't even know they have it and whatever. I thought I was going to be one of those people. Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. And no way. I was symptomatic. Like, basically, literally like walked into my mum's house and there were kids and the kids had COVID and they didn't realise and my mum got COVID and then with like in the next day I had COVID and I was like asleep for three days. That's not surprising. I know. Um, my... Is it because I'm good at sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my COVID story was kind of fun, but I'm also like, why did I not? Like, I was pretty convinced it wasn't going to happen, but I like came down to Christchurch and then did. Oh, I've got wine too. First, yes. first drink since the big. See, oh, it's quite tart. Um, I was like real convinced I wasn't gonna have it, and I went to our friend Tom's cafe, little opening shindig that he had. And then, yes, if you're in Christchurch, you need to go. Yeah, so good, it's amazing. Monday to Friday, seven till three, Suffolk Street, Tom's, Tom's. But you've got to get in before midday because all everything has sold out. He sold that, out today. It makes me so proud. What an absolute angel. So I think he's also looking for staff. He is looking for to... staff. If yeah. you can make coffee. <laughs> yeah. That would you be, need a job. That would be epic. Live in Christchurch. Yeah. <laughs> and then you say kick-ons, you uh, get paid living wage. Yes. It is yeah. living wage. I can confirm. Wow. Um, I had a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, you get it? I didn't get it. I can't uh, I can't make coffee. I know. When he said that in the job description, being like, I need a star on the coffee machine, I was like, this is so discriminatory. Yeah, hate crimes. Um, totally. And then we did karaoke, which I remember halfway through being like, this is how it's going to end, but... We're just going to roll with it. And I also have to let you know that you would have been really proud of me and our friend Cam because we were the DJs. Like, after Mr. Brightside played, I was like, no, no. And so we were, like, queuing up. I started with Believe, obviously. 
and then was like, okay, right, what's next? And we were going for high highs. We'd go for a peak and then we'd go for a low, slow moment. And then it would be one that Jack had to sing by himself. But we only could do that like a few times because he didn't want to be singing. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so it was amazing. Jack has the voice of an absolute angel. Oh like my God. Even when he's drinking, can he still oh, like, belt out? I, if I've got videos, I'll send them to you. He did um, Never Enough from <laughs> <laughs> The Greatest Showman because I made him. And holy heck, it was crazy. Um, I That is a skill I do not possess. Like, you know, okay, uh, when celebrities and or like whatever are talking about how they were really high at that job or like on the screen they were really high during that or they were really drunk during that <laughs> point or whatever. And I'm just like, how are you like able to like give your best self well, like it, still amazing performances and you're wasted? Would the secret be that you have to be high and drunk? So you're like a little bit sloppy but not sloppy enough? Like I'm imagining mm. if it was you, like you could not, perform drunk but no maybe if you were like a little bit high and a little bit drunk you could yeah level it out level yeah it out. okay <laughs> as your Thank agent you so for the advice yeah you're like as as someone who's just done karaoke yeah um and then the next night we um had like a little housewarming which was decided the night before and again it was kind of like oh this probably maybe we shouldn't be doing it and then everyone started dropping like flies come monday um but we are both now in our hometowns recording this how crazy is this so covid hit us while we were both in our family home that's how in we sync are... we are oh my god legit. <laughs> speaking of in sync um later on i want to talk about the movie turning red okay yes yeah. Uh, the fact that we are with our parents and our siblings. Yeah. Sorry, parents, because we've been in ISO and we are what? Children of divorce. Um, I couldn't have done it without having them. Like, I, part of me was like, oh, would I have wished I was in Wellington? Like, could have got anything on Uber Eats, you know? And I have lots of friends that would have dropped me stuff and flatmates, but... Oh, there's nothing like homemade banana loaf or freshly like juice juiced. There are, I want to say like 15 different types of chocolate biscuits in my mum's cupboard <gasps> at this moment. My peak, my um song is actually related to chocolate biscuits. <laughs> oh my god, so we are so insane. It's not that exciting, but what what's your like? What's your one that you're going to the most? Food wise, oh chocolate biscuits, oh lady fingers, like oh. little chocolate fingers because they're like snack size, so I don't feel like I'm eating a whole biscuit. I can literally just like gobble, gobble, done. Yeah, yeah. Lady Practice for when I finally fingers. get to Auckland. Gobble, gobble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, Jason, needs somewhere to stay. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually did my due diligence as a um, Wellingtonian. And I finally watched Jojo Rabbit and Hunt for the Wilder People. Congratulations. <laughs> what did you think? Great films. Loved them both. 
was yeah. all of the deaths involved in both of them shocked me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I thought they were both great. Obviously, Jojo Rabbit was a bit more recently <laughs> released in two thousand and nineteen. Um, it's such a good watch though I know I'm like I want to be like oh my god have you seen Jojo Rabbit but I'm two years late (laughs) I'm two years late to the conversation huge Oscar buzz yeah it was definitely very different than what I thought it was gonna be which was good like how camp it is yeah and like how sad it is nah how like camp it is and how it's like about Nazi uh, well I guess I didn't realise... I thought Hitler, that would be a bigger character. But he kind of just pops in and out. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was really cute. I wonder what the kid is up to. I meant to Google it. In both films. Hump for the World of People too, And Stan Walker's cameo in Hump for the World of People. Crazy. It's about to leave TVNZ On Demand. So if anyone else hasn't watched it yet... <laughs> TVNZ On Demand, okay. It's the first step. This is the part of our episode where we take a moment to tell you what we have been watching. Just to give you a little taster for what your week might look like. And boy, oh boy. Yes. That's another great New Zealand film. I haven't Um, seen that either. (laughs) Stephanie! I don't think I have. Oh, you'll love it. I'll watch it next. Yeah, you really should. You're on a roll. I know. Is that Taika Waititi? Yeah. Definitely. Gosh. He's good, Um, that Taika Waititi, isn't he? He is so good. (laughs) The fact that he is now, like, like reviving... Rita Ora. And I was like... Oh, huge. Like, Rita Ora and, like... Jesse J, like, so similar in their pipelines of careers. Do you think? What, like, what happened? Well, they're so famous. They're like, it's all happening. And then they do The Voice Australia. And then, like, they're done. I don't think Rita Ora's done. Okay, good. I don't want her to be. I don't want I also don't think Jesse J's done. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Jesse J. Also, another thing. Uh, is pop stars releasing like disco inspired music? Is that done now? No, I don't want it to be. Because there's a rumor going around that Ariana Grande she just announced that the um, second launch of her REM Beauty is happening soon, so oh. there'll be new makeup coming. And while they were, like, showing the launch, they, like, typed in this password into the computer. Um, it was on a live, and they were, like, screenshotting. And the password was, like, Disco Queen. So some people are theorizing that Ariana Grande is about to, like, release a disco-inspired album. And I do think that she would do a really good job of it. Like, I actually want to hear it. But I'm also, like... Dua Lipa, Kylie Minogue, like, it was just that time Jessie where everyone Weir. was releasing. Jessie Weir, oh my god, hot, hot, hot. Yeah. It's done. Like, let's move on to something else. True. But I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So, True. good to know. So maybe, yeah, after that. But I also want to hear your first sip. Uh, <laughs> my first sip is TVNZ On Demand has really been 
pulling through during uh, Miss the spicy cough. Yeah. I actually didn't get the cough, which was really oh, nice. Oh, that is nice. Um, yeah. Starstruck. Star New Zealand's Star very Star own Rose Matafeo returns for season two of Starstruck, which is streaming on uh, in. New Zealand, no, what is it? TVNZ. On, on demand. And it is a really good, quick, yes. and uh, roller coaster of a watch. I would recommend anyone who hasn't seen Starstruck go and watch it after you've finished listening to this. Yes, and co written with Alice Sneddon and Nick Sampson. So. Alice Sneddon's cameo. Oh my god! Is so funny. Her just like tr- convincing the agent at this party that she uh, always knew that she could be an actor. Oh yeah, <laughs> she is amazing. Like I, I cannot wait to like meet her and have her on the pod. It is happening uh, this year. Agreed. Starstruck is one of those shows that it just like every episode it delivers. My first sip is a documentary on Disney Plus, and I just want to take a moment to shout out our friend Haley. She uh, gave Jason and I her Disney Plus login last year, and couldn't be more grateful. Um, the documentary is called The Rescue, and it's about the boys, the soccer team in Thailand, who got stuck in a cave a few years ago. And were there for 15 days and how they got them out, essentially. And I had heard people talking about it, that it was such an amazing documentary. And then as it started, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't what the documentary that everyone's talking about. But as it got going, I was like, oh, my God, it's a crazy story. And I had kind of forgotten some details. But essentially to get them out, they had to, like, enlist these, like, everyday joe blog well they're not everyday joe blogs because they they do cave diving but these cave divers from the uk who got on a plane and flew over and essentially like led the rescue mission um with their expertise and it's just crazy and it's really hard to tell if what you're seeing i assume it's just reenactment footage but um some of it's real and i think some of it's like reenacted and it's crazy it's what is a cave divers job like what well it's not their job it's their hobby and they didn't get they don't get paid for like these when they get asked to go and like save people but like essentially if you're diving through caves you're diving for a really long period of time and like through tight spaces you're in the water yeah Okay, for some reason, I imagine you meant diving, like, in the air. No, like, no. You meant... <laughs> no. You know, like, deep okay, sea diving? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes. I was imagining, like, standing at the top of... Okay, I don't think I was even thinking of a cave, now that I think about it. You're thinking <laughs> of a rock. Yes. Well, at the top of a cave. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go in the cave and they go swimming in the cave. Yeah. And they save everyone? Everyone. All of the soccer team made it out alive, but there are some deaths. Wow. Oh my God. That is. You should watch it. It's so good. Okay. I did really enjoy Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Not the same. That was. 
not the same. But but they are a team that gets lost. Yes. Yeah. So everyone that's the rescue on Disney Plus. Disney Plus, like Disney's been in some hot water this week. Why? Well, in America, um, there's this bill called Don't Say Gay, which is basically um, a bill that has been passed, which means that uh, teachers are not allowed to teach uh, their students about anything queer or gay. It's just like erased from history. In Florida. Yeah. And Disneyland is in Florida and employs a lot of people. And they have not said anything about this was a week ago so they hadn't said anything about um the bill being passed they disney itself gives money to conservative um lawmakers and it's just like not okay for such like a big part of a state and also like a corporation yeah to profit off gay people during pride month they're releasing like um, t-shirts, rainbows, you know, literally capitalism at its very finest, and then also like not putting a stop to a bill like this getting passed. It's like, yeah, but you know they won't say anything. Well, the CEO he got bullied basically online. Yeah, and he has come out and said he's apologized and said oh. like, um, I'm really sorry that this has happened and like the future will be different. So, Interesting. I mean, that never happens. Yeah. Gosh. I just think of Disney as such, like, a machine. That's why I said that he, they would... I know. But, I mean, yeah. even we know, because we did a Disney show in 2012, Beauty and the Beast, and we weren't allowed to oh. post anything about it. Like, a tiny show in Ashburton, of all places. Like... What was that about? Like, get a grip, Walt. <laughs> get a grip, Seriously. Yeah. Although, like, now there's no footage of that. I'm, like, truly pissed. <laughs> really true, true. Well, actually, my um, uh, life of the party is related to Disney as well. So let's just steamroll on through to that. Um, my official life of the party is actually Juicy's. If you start to get a sore throat in the next few weeks juices was the only thing that helped me tropical flavor i was eating ice blocks too it was the only thing i took so much nurofen i took like um the the diflam lozenges with to numb your throat didn't work yes juices me neither yeah and i looked on the thing because i thought god i've had eight of these in five days like is that okay and it's literally just fruit, like, mold, ma- mashed down into juice and frozen. What were you worried might be in there? Just lots of sugar. Oh, I thought you meant, like, like, is this okay? Like, you know how you're not supposed to take Nurofen, like, except yeah. for two hours? <laughs> yeah. No, no. I was just like, no. shit, is this a lot of processed stuff that I shouldn't really be having? But hey, we got there. So shout out to Juicies, which are made yeah. in Nelson as well. But... Yeah, crazy. Eh? I that. <laughs> we that should is go. Really good news. We should go. Yeah, I'm. I'm keen. Um, but my actual life of the party is a new series on Disney Plus. You've heard me talk about the podcast. Now I'm here to talk about the TV show, The Dropout, the story of Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes, 
the con woman who created uh, a huge a lie. A billion dollar lie. <laughs> yeah, a billion dollar lie. Um, if you're not familiar, essentially she um, dropped out of Stanford University and started a company called Theranos, Theranos but they say Theranos, where with one blood, like with one prick of the finger, you would be able to do a zillion blood tests through this machine, which was the invention that was not real and or didn't do what they said it could. And um, she just got millions and millions of dollars off all these rich men and never once produced a working machine. Um, so there's four episodes out now. It comes out on Thursdays, I think. Yeah, correct. Amanda Seyfried is playing Elizabeth Holmes and the actor who's playing Sonny Balwani, who is her chief operating officer and also her secret boyfriend. I was like, where do I know him from? He was on Lost. He was like the dad. I think he was Walt. The dad of Walt? Is this bringing back memories? No, No, I didn't watch Lost. Oh, okay. When I realised, I was like, whoa. Um, So, yes, it's really, really good. Amanda Seyfried is so good. I'm actually so glad that she's getting a chance to play this type of role. I love... I think this show is going to win awards for, like, hair and makeup, too. Oh. It's so perfect. And what about the it soundtrack? Exactly like it. So hot. Um, Firework? What was... What, yes! <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny, because that guy's in succession. He's, like, the older brother, Connor. Like, the older brother who doesn't have the same mum as the rest of the siblings, and he's kind of a bit of a joke. And yeah. it's just it was hilarious to watch him. The casting is amazing. There's, there's, the casting is so good. There's people it in is, it. That... It is hard that it only comes out every Thursday. I know. Because, oh. I think it's giving me what I wanted inventing Anna to be. Like I feel like I followed both of the cases like reasonably with like the same amount of energy, and inventing Anna just made it a little bit like less it it didn't feel as real as this one does yeah and i do i do think that that is basically the script writing yeah the script writing for inventing anna was quite camp and the delivery was all quite camp Mm. which i really liked yes but this feels real i know um like i'm actually watching this unfold like it feels like it shouldn't be a real story because that it's so crazy what who are these men who got tricked? Literally no one ever sees the product. I know. Except when she lied about it. Yeah. That was so bad. That was really bad. I felt really sorry for them. And what about how the guy from Pit... No. Yeah, Pitch Perfect. One of his lines was like, do you sing a cappella? Like when they're back at uni? Did you catch that? No. Oh, God, it was so funny. I was like, that was for the Pitch Perfect fans, I swear. I do wish, okay, I was thinking at one point there's a line where they're like, this invention's 10 years away. I was like, did anyone just keep working on it? Like, is it actually going to happen? Oh, true. I wonder. It would have had to have been someone. It would have to be someone that wasn't, like, involved in the first round, right? Because they're probably all like, court-ordered to not keep working. 
to it, never do this ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe not. It's dead on arrival. Oh, oh my god. On it, go check it out on Disney Plus. And while you're there, <laughs> go and give yourself a little treat and check out the new Disney Pixar film, Turning Red. Yes. So. This movie is the first feature-length film for female director, Domi Shi, who has worked with Pixar for a really long time, and she has credentials on Inside Out and The Incredibles 2, Toy Story 4, but she, um, oh my god, and you should so treat yourself while you're on Disney Plus as well. There are all these, like, short Disney Pixar films, um, and Disney Pixar is, like, really famous for their short films. And she directed um, a film called Bow. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh, and my it's God. So, so, so sweet. Um, so, from that, she has now started, uh, directed her f- and written her first feature film, Turning Red, which um, follows a Chinese Canadian family um, who run a temple that, like, worships red pandas. Ah. And the lead character is, like, just a, a young girl who loves her friends and loves her family and, like, loves boy bands as well. Like, it's just so... Everything... I was like, oh, my God, I can so relate to this, which is so funny because there's been all this, like, uproar about, like, how unrelatable it is. But every time she, like cannot control her emotions, he instantly turns into a giant red panda. Wow. Um, and I think there's, like, symbolism around it um, about, like, getting your period, coming oh. of age, that kind of stuff. And it's all just, like, really well done, very sweet. And um, the mother is played by Sandra O. Oh. The casting is really amazing. Relative just, newcomer, Sandra O. Sandra O. <laughs> also discovered that TVNZ On Demand is now streaming the new season of Killing Eve. Yes. I've only watched one episode. I don't know where I got up to on that show. But, um... Did you even finish it? I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll go back and, and find out. I've been... Oh, and I know that you know this about me, but I just, like... Dragon's Den is good. <laughs> Shark Tank is so good. Yeah. Shark Tank is so, 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 so good. Do you think it's good because there's, like, more money? Yes. Right. Has Bethany been on any of them that you've watched? No. I thought she was on it, but maybe she's not. They, like, invest their own money. The, the other day yeah. someone came in to, like, uh, ask for $2 million. And they got it. They did. No, oh. <laughs> yeah, but the sharks invest their own money as well. Yeah, I, know. I mean, the just dragons... like, they invest their own money. <laughs> That's like, amazing. imagine signing onto a TV show and like you then spend like I don't know, like four million dollars while you're on that TV show. That's crazy to think about. Crazy, but they did. Shark Tank is responsible for Scrub Daddy, and if you're ever moving house, oh, change the game. So good. So anything, any final thoughts on Turning Red? I think that the controversy around Turning Red, so um, before it got released, 
someone wrote a review about it that said that it was like unrelatable unless you were Chinese or um, maybe a young girl. And then other people are saying that it's too adult. The themes are, are not for children. It's like, I think that everyone gets their period. Uh, yeah. And like, it's not a movie about that, right? It's like that. No. Yeah. So the kids won't know if they're too young to know, they're not going to know. It's a movie about family. Cute. Yeah. It's so cute. And friendship and like mate and your friends, like getting you on a level that like you just, that calms you. Nice. It's so So cool. where would you put it? Not to compare, but versus Encanto, like, um, definitely not as good as Encanto, which I've also watched again during. Oh, I have been thinking COVID. about doing that, but there's no, it's not a musical, so it's hard to. Really oh yeah, that's it. fair. Yeah, yeah. Although there is a one song in it, so Phineas and Billie Eilish wrote. Four Town is a fictional band. It's so it's four star town, like in sync. Oh. But it's Billie Eilish's voice, or it's no. So it's Phineas's voice. He plays one of the characters in it. Whoa! Nobody like you. It's a hit. It's an actual hit. It's a really, really good pop song, and it's classic boy band. And the boy band is so diverse. Wow! I definitely have a crush on the whole band. Four Town. <sighs> Go watch it. Let's move on to our pick too soon's. My pick too soon today is um, fresh off the press. Uh, New Zealand director Jane Campion won a lot of awards at the Critics' Choice Award yesterday, but she was accepting her award for, I think, Best Film. Um, And uh, in accepting that award, she said to Serena and Venus Williams, um, who were there for King Richard looking so hot, and in her acceptance speech, for some reason, she decided to say it was an honour in the room to be with the Venus and Serena. And she said, you know, you are such marvels. However, you do not play against the guys like I have to. Essentially, absolutely downplaying the fact, well, just disregarding the fact that they are women of colour who not only have to compete against guys, but have to compete in the world as black women. And it was so disappointing because she's just like, the other day she was on such a roll, like calling out Sam Elliott, who um, came out and said that it was saying things against the power of the dog about how, how, how would a woman from down there know anything about Western films and, being really like homophobic about the film and she was like oh he's just a bitch and blah 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 and was like yes go jane and then two days later it was like jane no but um wait what's her apology say uh her apology says um she made thoughtless she made a thoughtless comment about equating what I do in the film world with what they have achieved. I do not intend, I did not intend to devalue those two legendary black women and world-class athletes. Um, but yeah, it just, I think goes to show like Chanel Lal tweeted about how, you know, feminism 
is just so, can be so toxic because there are people like Jane Campion who have a lot of privilege. They think they're so marginalised. Like I think there's a like element of feminism that can um, forget there are people of colour out there who not only are struggling with being women but also on top of that because they are already marginalized due to the color of their skin so yeah it it was just jane soz jane yeah and venus's face who the hell do you think you are yeah her face said it all it'll be a meme forever so yeah i'm hoping jane learns from this okay is there are we like somehow blah 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 two degrees of separation away from her like do we know her um i don't i don't think i have any connection to jane campion apart from the fact that i wrote a lot of essays about the piano in high school oh that's right she's the same woman yeah i forgot i'm like this new up-and-comer nah (laughs) but she hasn't done well that oh and she did the is it the lakes the lake it was like a mini series. The Lakes is a Taylor Swift song. I know. And do you know what? I have to say, the song the song of my week, Better Man, Taylor Swift. It's such a good song. It's such a good song. I even listened to the little, no, Big Little Town um, version of it as I was falling asleep the other night. Did Big Little Town put out the song first? Yes. Yeah. Because remember when she was just like at the Grammys with them and yeah, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, what? But yeah, they she put it out first. They went to her and were like, we're recording an album. Do you have anything? And she was like, oh, yeah, I've got this song. Oh, my God. Imagine. I know. Imagine just having the guts to go up to Taylor Swift and say like, hey, do you have anything for me? <laughs> well, Huge. one day. I was going to talk about Kanye, but... Well, okay, let's talk about him a little bit. (laughs) Um, I just think he's like... Sometimes I get... I actually watched the Yee Netflix documentary. Oh, I do want to watch that. And it's awesome. I would definitely recommend watching it. It gives it a really good, cool insight into, like, how he really, like he really worked so hard and he really uh, gave a lot of his time to a lot of people to get to where he is. Yeah. I'm just in a, like, full Kim Kardashian phase. Wow, welcome. I just love her. Even when she told me to work, that I'm not working hard enough and that women just, like, don't work anymore. (laughs) Like, I was like, she's right. (laughs) (laughs) As I sit here for the 10th day. Um, I know. I think, I listened to, I didn't think this, I listened to Comments by Celebs podcast today, and they were saying, like, they don't want to take away from people who were offended by what she said, but they were saying that what they think she meant was people in entertainment and people specifically, like, influencers. So they thought that's where that was coming from. And they also thought she was, like, seemed quite abrasive. She didn't really seem like herself. And I also agreed. I thought in that whole clip, something felt a little bit off with her. It was, she was quite cold. She's not usually really like that. Um, 
So I do think like fair enough for the world to react, but also yeah. She's right. It's a tone deaf thing to say, but she's saying it not from the perspective of the people who are going to be listening. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like, I don't know. I feel like I can, I can stick up for that comment right now. And if you're offended by that comment, you're probably not working hard enough. (laughs) No. I think, like, they gave the example of, like, the single mum who, like, has to look after her kids during the day and then goes to work night shift. Like, yes. Like, obviously, she's working hard enough. And if she (laughs) has time to get offended by Kim Kardashian, like, whatever. I know. Like, I did see a tweet Honestly. that was like, oh my god, I've just spent the last X amount of years trying to defend Kim Kardashian that she has a job and that she's not famous for just being famous. And then she came out and said that, and now I'm defending her all over again for like the opposite reason. Oh my god. But Okay, do you know what we should be offended about? Grimes has done this like uh, vanity fair i think it was vanity fair anyway one of the magazine she's done an interview and in the interview like so much good content came out yeah for those who don't know grimes um is a pop artist who is not dating elon musk has two children two children so just randomly while the interviewer is interviewing a baby starts crying and he's like are you having are you hiding a secret child oh my god She's like, I can't comment on that. And then the baby just keeps on crying. So she has to be like, yeah, so we have another baby together. And we did surrogacy because, like, the last pregnancy was really traumatic for my body. And they have another baby. And then she drops that they are, like, not – they're not seeing each other, but they kind of are. And it's, like, open and that – it's like just people wouldn't really understand so they don't really talk about it. and then she goes on to say that uh her elon's like not the guy that the billionaire like playboy that people like think he is and that when they were together at one point they were living below the poverty line no they were she said that i was just interview. about to it say good written. for them like in terms of their relationship but fully go live your life but she literally writ- wrote in an interview me and Elon were living below the poverty line. <laughs> what? Like, that is just impossible. No way. No way. I don't get her. Like, where did Grimes come from? I don't get her. No, Grimes is cool. Okay. As an artist. Grimes the artist, I really get. And also Grimes the person who's, like, doing... She does this really, really, really bizarre... Um, Vogue Get Ready With Me interview. Oh. And if you haven't watched it, you need to treat yourself. At one point, she's like, talks about how she burnt off all her hair with bleach. And she's relatable. like... Relatable. Yes, so relatable. <laughs> but she's like showing her like routine and she's literally drawing like trees on her forehead and stuff. <laughs> anyway. She does it herself. Yeah. Have you watched those videos? Mm. Where that's just like... Not her like, one. Their... <laughs> Not oh. her one. <laughs> But I it's good. Uh, yeah. It's good. Okay, nice. Yeah, so Grimes living below the poverty line with Elon Musk. No. Get wild. Yeah, she Kim needs Kardashian to go to work. Telling Grimes to get to work? That's okay. <laughs> um, The trailer came out for the Kardashians. It's going to be on Disney Plus a month from today. 
think I'll watch it. I'm not someone who has watched the Kardashians and like frothed it ever. It'll be different though, because it will be less of what it was. Yeah, it's more I documentary style, it. and we're gonna see the behind the scenes of her and Pete. Hot, incredible. Um, yeah, there's so much to unpack there. If you're if you're like into it, everyone who is, you should definitely listen to the comments by celebs breaks breakdown because do you think that kanye has a right to be pissed off that kim has a tiktok with with, north um north yeah yes i do think he does have a right to be annoyed by that but i can't see a world in which they haven't discussed it at length multiple times yes and like today he posted like this picture of these badges that were supposedly on North's backpack and it was like a badge of him a badge of her and like an alien of Kim and an alien and he the caption was something like this is on my daughter's backpack when I picked her up or when I was allowed to see her last week or something like that um god is good something like that and then Kim commented and was like you need to stop this like you were here this morning so he's really trying to paint like a really different narrative about yeah. what's going on. It's awful. For what reason though? It's so easy for Kim to just be like, that's not true. I mean, who's, whose side are they taking? That he keeps talking about like how God is like on his side and he's n- never known that more than he does right now and God has got him and stuff like that. I'm just like, what? He, he like really believes that he is like a biblical figure. Yeah. Which is strange. It's like... No, you're not. He just... Someone needs to take his phone off him. It's so damaging. Like... Oh, in the um, Netflix documentary, you get to see his mum quite a lot. Oh, that's nice. She... She is such a hype girl for him. Like, she absolutely just loves him and loves his work. And, like, she'll just, like rap his old raps back to him oh, it's really Cute. good like, sh- yeah. yeah I mean he is amazing but he's just not dealing with this in the right way at all is there a world where they get back together no you could Never? not after this okay you couldn't it's the most public divorce I've like ever seen it's the the biggest divorce I've ever seen that I really remember. I'm sure that, like, obviously, Jen and Brad had similar vibes that because we're still talking about it today. But this is just, like, real time. Yeah, and, like, the screenshots and then the Pete element and then Pete do- had Instagram one day and then he didn't all of a sudden. I know. And, then and Pete friend... sending ye photos of him in bed. Yeah. I do think, like, yeah. Should he have done that? No, definitely not. Is it kind of funny? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And the is. points he was making in the messages were good. Yeah. And I kind of see why, like, he was driven to post it. You know? Like, because yeah. Kanye's just crazy. And it's like, why does Pete not get to do anything? I guess it's because of the, the kids. But K- Pete hasn't even been around the kids. Pete hasn't been around the kids. Yeah. Um... I cracked my... I want a boyfriend like Pete. Oh, <laughs> same. Um, I, um... 
I cracked myself up today because as I was listening to it, they are like, wow, so wild. Like Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Who would have ever thought? And I was like, I cracked myself up because I thought to myself, nothing will ever shock me after Ashton and Demi. So true. <laughs> like, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. That is so true. Like, it's all a confidence thing. Yeah. Like, Pete is hot. Shit, absolutely yeah. Pete is funny absolutely Pete is like got some stuff good stuff going on for him but the hottest thing about him is he's just like so confident yeah and, and like it's not in a douchey way yeah self-aware confidence when confidence meets self-awareness and like get... actively working on himself Pete yeah I mean Pete's been through it he was bloody, like, crying. Like, he had a terrible time when he was dating Kaya Gerber. There were photos of, like, Cindy and her husband, like, running out of buildings and being yeah. so upset. Like, he has been through it. It's not like he hasn't had negative press about him. No. But he's on the other side. It's so crazy. I actually forget this, that how famous being on SNL actually makes you. Mm. Because you kind of eventually just forget that people were on SNL. Totally. Do you ever watch it? I only watch clips of it when I celebrities on it. Yeah. Oh my god! Thank praise be for TikTok during this. I have been thinking like this Uh, must uh, be for you what it was like for me during lockdown. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I've been on TikTok. It. I do know that. It is at a point where if someone's talking to me, I cannot hear them when I'm on TikTok. Like, I actually have to put down the phone. I can't do both. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Except I don't put down the phone. I just go, sorry, I wasn't listening to you. (laughs) Love that. Um, Yes, let's say the mantra. This will be interesting. 2001 to 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. This is the part of our show where we hype up a hot, hot, hot time in music, 2001 to 2008, because, and I was thinking about this, like, this is a time where we really solidified our taste in music. Formative. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the formative years. So my song, and I actually can't believe this is on the playlist. It's really going to amp it up. It's from 2005, which was a really good year for music. It's when Cool was released by Gwen oh, Stefani. So good. One, two, step by <gasps> Ciara. Oh my God. How many stage challenges did you see with one, two, step in it? So many. <laughs> and I honestly, I know that stage challenge doesn't exist anymore, but like one day when they bring it back, I hope there are many more that feature one, two, step. Oh my God. Do you think that's our calling to eventually end up bringing back stage challenge? Just like um, TVNZ bought back pop stars and that worked out real well. <laughs> no, we this will not fail. My song, as I said earlier, was related to Chocolate Biscuits because I had a lovely dear friend drop off a coffee to me the other day and some Chocolate Biscuits. Toffee Pops. When was the last time you had a Toffee Pop? It's been years for me. And they're excellent. What? Yeah, like that one of my favorite biscuits. So 
the song I'm adding is a song that her and I used to drive around and sing together in the car in 2008, which is If I Were a Boy by Beyonce. Oh my god, that is a hit. So good. Wow. Yeah. I would definitely eat a toffee pop to that song. Oh, incredible. And she had this car, which was a Ka, K-A, that was the brand, and it kind of looked like a ladybug. And we'd sing that, and then we'd sing Travelling Soldier. One after the other. <laughs> yeah. It's on the same playlist. Because we Honestly, were epic. We were so cool. <laughs> that was on your way to stage challenge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, anything else you want to cover? Do you want to say anything about Drag Race? Uh, yeah, real quick about Drag Race. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, like, whatever, it sucked. Um, I think that this has been a really big, big, big lesson in what happens when you overproduce something. Mm. And this is UK versus the world. Yes, UK versus the world. Um, I think that Blue was the obvious winner once Jimbo had left. Mm-hmm. And... Happy for her. I'm so happy for her. I, th- oh. It's just so wrong. There's so many things that are so wrong. So she wins, and it's amazing. And her prizes that she gets to release a song with RuPaul. I don't know if you've listened to the song, but it's actually just a mega mix of RuPaul's old songs smashed together, and then every now and then Blue, like, jumps in on it. It's not good. It's no effort put into it, and Ru, like, is obviously does not care. They should have done for charities. Like, I know BBC, you can't do money, but surely they could have done just charity single charity. Or charity single, yeah. Oh, that would have been genius. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I hope that this, it, like, gets a second chance because this was the worst season of Drag Race I've ever watched. Was it worse than the Hollis Lay Spectacular? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least that was one and done yeah you know? true true what um uh what about the fine the ending of this well what about the snatch game and then the final of the snatch game episode okay like you cannot write that that was so good that they ended up just being like oh we're putting in another episode and it's going to be a smackdown yeah i do wish the stakes were a bit higher it's not just like one person goes home kind of like the silky nutmeg ganache kind of yeah i'm like okay now it's just gonna be a whole lip sync episode which is awesome but like i wish that like one or two or three people were about to just get cut there's still eight of them yeah. and we're 10 episodes deep yeah that's crazy i also think dove cameron oh, needs to come back she was, she epic. was really awesome i don't i know i only know her from schmigadoon song oh no she's in schmigadoon she is so so cute yeah and really i just like loved her advice and she looked great although I don't know if you noticed this, but she was wearing this really cute outfit. Yeah. Makeup looked great, and she had pigtails, and and she had black scrunchies in her pigtails. Oh, I didn't notice. And to me, I was just like, you thought about everything except the scrunchies. Like, Do you think the scrunchies should have been the same color as the dress? Yeah, they should mm. not have been black. Fair. Yeah. 
Nice. That's, that, that's my opinions on Drag Race. Have you seen the rumours swirling about the all-winner season? Yeah. So someone at, in the Christchurch, at, if a member of the karaoke, the Christchurch karaoke cluster that I've named it, um, was telling me that someone that we both know um, is like a massive Drag Race fan and told him that apparently... Uh, which I do not think this is true, that the all-winners season is going to be to replace Rue. Like, that will be the prize. But then I did some Googling and Redditing, and that's not what it sounds like on the rumor mill. So I don't know where this person got that from, but it's pretty classic. The thing is that, like, some of them are just not meant to replace Rue. But it has to be Bianca, right? If it's anyone, it's Michelle or Bianca. Bianca is not a RuPaul, though. Who would you, like, cast if if it wasn't Michelle to, to replace Ru? Or would it I, be Raven? Do you Raven? know who would be awesome? Violet Chachki. Oh, my God. That would be so savage. <laughs> Fuck, that would be good. She's so ruthless. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It would be Trixie. Or would it be, oh, Trixie, Nicole Byer? Oh, yes. Oh, do you know who I would bring back in a heartbeat? Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. She was hosted a, a Real episode. Housewives reunion. <laughs> she it came in for the last episode of Potomac and hosted it. It was epic. She's so cool. Yeah. She could she definitely actually just do released it. like a really awesome um, interview uh, with Billboard, I think. Mm hmm. Um, that if you're into Nicki Minaj, you should def- definitely check out if you haven't already. It's like an hour or two hours long. And she just talks about everything. And she looks so good. She's wearing this like sandy blonde wig at the moment. And it looks so good on her. Does she talk about being vaccinated? No. Oh. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not even sure if that was her. It was her. Her cousin's She wedding. was saying, yeah, sh- she was talking about how it makes your like balls really big oh isn't that a good thing (laughs) (laughs) and why did that affect her i think she was just like do your research (laughs) (laughs) well i think we'll leave it there uh, it's been so good catching it up has been you. there was a lot there, I have a lot of notes too like there was more I could have talked about but did you watch Love is Blind yeah I think it's actually really good season 2 it, yeah yeah. I, I enjoyed Love is Blind because I felt like it was a bit more realistic and that the people on there were genuinely trying to even if they were being little shits they genuinely were like having real conversations about how to overcome their problems Mm, like and compared to married at first sight do you mean yes yeah yeah and compared to a lot of other dating shows i was just like i think this is how a dating show that is really is trying to find couples for each other should be. yeah did you watch the reunion no i haven't i haven't finished it yet well at the end of the reunion they tease a new show from the same creators 
hosted by Vanessa and Nick as well, called The Ultimatum. And it's one, it's existing couples and one person who's giving an ultimatum, like you need to propose or like whatever by this time. So they go, but then they all date each other. Like there's like 10 couples and they all switch partners. And then it's like at the end of that, they have to decide whether they're going to stay with their original partner and give in to the ultimatum or go with a new person that they've just met. (laughs) That's crazy. That is crazy. Who would sign up for that? I do not know, but I will definitely watch episode one and maybe all of them. Wow. Yeah. And instead of gold goblet mugs, they've got silver ones. Oh, yeah. I do like the the goblets disappear everywhere. Yeah. So good. Okay. Well, that is us for this week and for last week. Um, Follow us on Instagram at kickonspod. Check out our playlist 2001 to 2008. And next week, we'll be back here again. Maybe you'll be in Auckland. I hopefully will be in Auckland by next week. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Stay safe. Stay healthy. Yeah. Chug that water. Eat that Panadol. And get some juices. Get some juices. Yes. This episode is not sponsored by juices. No, but I should reach out. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha